Hello, friends. This is Sunny Moraine, the writer and narrator and producer of this podcast. Welcome to Season 1B. I'm very excited to get back to this, and I'm actually getting this episode posted when I intended to. Thought I might have to post it tomorrow because I've been having continuing problems with my mouth, as I mentioned if you listen to the bonus short story that I posted recently. They are better. I was a little worried about that, but they seem to be improving, even though they're not cleared up yet, so fingers crossed that that will continue to improve, and at some point it won't be an issue at all anymore. I'm going to get to that in a minute. First, a very quick money-grubbing moment. I want to go ahead and remind you or let you know either way about the Patreon for this show. It is at patreon.com slash hotrockpile. I'm offering multi-tier rewards for people who subscribe at a dollar up. Of course, things start getting really nice at the $5 level and they proceed upward from there. If you want to help support this show, that is a really great way to do it. Send me a few dollars a month. Every little tiny bit helps, especially given that partly due to this mouth issue, I'm having to eat some med- <laughs> eat some medical bills. Uh, it's not awesome, although it's not, you know, life-crushing. If you don't want to do Patreon, you can go to gonepodcast.podbean.com, and there's a donate button, and you can toss me a few bucks that way. That is also enormously helpful. If you're not able to support Gone monetarily, and, you know, totally understand, money's tight for all of us right now, gotta pinch pennies, an incredibly important thing that you can also do, in fact, possibly even better than the Patreon, is to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes helps make this thing more visible, helps people find it. In addition to that, any word spreading on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, anything else that you use, word of mouth is all I've got for growing the audience of this, so I really, really depend on you. And thank you so much if you've already been doing that. A quick final word, the interludes that I've been posting in between main episodes, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. I'm going to be folding those into the main episodes because they are becoming increasingly important to the main storyline. And also it gives me an actual week off between episodes, which is important right now because I'm trying to finish a doctoral dissertation. So, yeah. Okay, I'm going to shut up and get to the actual show. Thank you so much for listening. Listener response to this has been so great and so encouraging, and I'm very excited about the back half of this season. And without further ado, let's sink back into the darkness. drone of their conversations, their debates, their arguments. Seems like there's a lot they disagree on. Trying to sleep. Whispers in my ear and fingers combing through my hair. I slap them away, but there's never any point. Nothing I do makes any difference, remember? I might as well not even be here. I lie awake and I listen to them. They crackle and hiss like bad radio reception. Sometimes they're clear, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're singing their little tones over and over, rising, falling, transmitting a code I can't hope to understand. Looking up, watching them standing around me. Ring of shadows, darker holes gaping in their faces, pits of nothing. They move. They're always moving. Even if I could touch them, I don't think I could pin them down. I hate them, I guess. But they're also my company, you know? They're my companions. 
I suppose, since I'm not in a position to be picky. But they're my friends. Like the best friends, they refuse to abandon me. No matter how many things I throw at them. No matter how many stupid fucking bullets I fire. No matter how much I scream. They're so loyal. They're so much more loyal than you. When they finally let me die, if they ever do, I have a feeling they'll be the ones who watch me go. pulled over again. I probably shouldn't be, but I just need to... I just couldn't drive anymore. I don't know how long I've been. It could be hours. I swear to God, I would just keep driving if I could. I would just never stop. What happened back there? many of them. God, they were everywhere. It was just this forest of shadows. I need to reevaluate everything now. And they can touch me. Oh, they can definitely touch me. But I don't think I can touch them. Tire iron, it just went right. It just went right through them. Like I wasn't even there. While I'm here, though. No. I guess it's gone. If it was ever there. No, it was there. It's all here. It's all always been here. What if the only thing that's not here is me? No. No, no, I am not looking at this right now. I am not fucking looking at this right now. Holy shit. I've been driving for three hours. And I have been driving for three hours in the same direction. And I'm sitting here. Right now. 
and I'm looking right at my fucking driveway. I couldn't get away. I couldn't. It's foggy. I just, maybe I just drove in a circle. Maybe I just... I tried three more times. Same thing. Drove over an hour in one direction. I swear to God it was one direction. And I'm back here. Every time I'm right back here. I can't get away. I can't. I can't get away. And they're out there. They're everywhere. Hello again. I was never supposed to do this. I was never supposed to be sitting here. I was done. I really thought I was done. I'm back here. Flickering lights. I got no medication. I'm down to my last days. I got no new supplies. I have everything I started out with. I might as well just not have gotten in the fucking car. It was all for nothing. I'm trapped here. I'm trapped here with them. And they can come for me anytime they want to. And there are things moving in the corners of my eyes. Every time I look at them, they move away. Fuck. It's just fucking. Oh, you. Oh, you know, I don't even care. I just don't care. Why does it even fucking matter? You know what the best and worst thing about human beings is? We're very adaptable. We can get used to just about anything. We can live just about anywhere. People existing in the middle of genocides, plagues, natural disasters. You lose your shit. And then you just sort of figure out how to keep going. You just exist. We're good at that, even if we're not very good at anything else. I'm existing now. Just for funsies, I went out and I tried one more time. And it's the same thing. I can't drive away from here. I get past a certain point, I don't know what that point is, and I just end up right back here. I have a compass, a real one. I took that out just to make sure. Just to make sure of what I already knew. I got to be right again. I'm sitting here with the dark all around me. I can hear them. The whispering. It's still there. I think it might be louder. Even if it's not, I'm not going to try anymore. I'm not going to try and get away from here. That's a dead end. I'm here. And either I'm losing my mind or the world is losing its mind around me. I accept that. I accept the shadows. I accept the things I can almost see. I accept the things I can almost hear.
I accept my own helplessness. I accept everything I don't know. I accept the things I do know. Because I do know some things. I know that this has something to do with that game. It has something to do with those notes. And it has something to do with my fucking wife. And I'm going to find out what that is. With what I've got here. With my notes. I'm going to go through them all. And if I can piece this together, I will. Because I don't just have my notes. I have her laptop. And it's locked. But I think I might know her well enough to get in. And if I can't, it doesn't really matter, does it? I've only got a couple days left. And after that, I've got some decisions to make. Don't I? Can you have daylight without sun? I think you can. I think that's what I'm seeing right now. There is no sun. There's just this gradually increasing glow. It swells and it swells. And then it stops. And then it's almost bright for a little while. And then it fades again. I don't think there is a sun anymore. I think if the fog cleared, I don't even know if there would be a sky. I don't know if there would be anything. I'm not making any sense, am I? I think, given my situation, that's pretty rational. Might make sense when there's no sense to be made. I haven't had any luck with her laptop. I'm gonna go back in there and I'm gonna try again. But outside here, the shadows actually aren't as thick. They're all moving in there. I'm just trying to ignore them. It's not working very well, but it's not like I expected it to. Okay, back we go. So in the interest of being thorough, I tried walking out. I don't know why I thought it would make a difference. I don't know why I thought I would be able to do it that way when the car didn't work. Maybe something to do with the metal on the car? The electronics? I... I don't know. I just thought maybe... Well, it didn't work. Like I knew it wouldn't. I wasn't really measuring distance. I probably should have been. I think I went maybe half an hour. Maybe 45 minutes. At some point I looked up and there was my driveway. So... I can't get out of here. I'm stuck here in the house and the yard and maybe a couple miles in all directions. Maybe. And I'm thinking two things. And the first is that I can't get anywhere else because there just isn't anywhere else. And the other thing is that's what I've got now. Is that what I'm gonna have tomorrow? Am I gonna keep having that much space? Am I gonna keep having that much world? Everything is shrinking. The internet. I said I was starting to get 404s. I can't open anything now except search engines. 
And when I actually try and use them to, you know, search for something. It doesn't even give me an error message. It's just this blank browser. It's just this blank screen. There's just nothing. I opened all the windows. You can hear the wind. It's getting louder. No, the thing about that, though, is I go outside and I listen to the wind, but I can't feel the wind. Like, none of the air around me is moving. It's just... It's just a noise. It's like I'm in some kind of a bubble. I can hear what's going on outside, but I can't. And there's just the fog. It's just nothing but fog. The lights are still flickering. They're flickering worse than they were. I don't know how much longer I'm going to have those. I think they're probably going to go out soon. I said I thought maybe I had a week. A couple days ago, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how long ago it was. Point is, I'm not so sure I've got that much time. I don't know how much time I have. I'm feeling like maybe it's not that much, though. I gotta get back to the laptop. I gotta try and get in there. If there are answers anywhere, in this house, outside of it, any of the places I can still get to, I think they gotta be in there. They just, they just gotta be. I need them to be in there. I need just, just anything. They followed me home. I mean, either they followed me or they were just here. But they're here. I went down the hall to the kitchen, and they were just in there. Just standing by the stove, shaking around the edges. Their heads. Their heads are like these spinning balls. Not balls. I don't know what they are. They're not moving. They didn't come after me. I just stood there, and I stared at them. Then I turned around and walked out. I looked back, and they weren't there anymore. But they're still here. They're all here. I can see them again, out of the corners of my eyes. Just these little flitting movements, like a moth. I turned my head, and they're gone. But they're not gone. There's the wind, but there's not just the wind. There's something under the wind. Walking down the hall, my hands on the walls. It's like I can feel thunder in the distance. Or like my fingertips are touching this huge chest. And under the breastbone, I can hear a voice trapped. They're not coming for me. They're not trying to touch me. But they could. They could do it any time they fucking wanted. The tire iron didn't work. Like I said, it just went right through them. I gotta see if I can find something that can work. I don't know how, but I gotta see if I can figure out some kind of a weapon. Tried a few passwords. None of them were working. And at some point it occurred to me, you know, this is not a fucking movie, right? Like, I'm not gonna find a word or a phrase and just type that in and... This little box pops up, this happy green box, and says, Access Granted. That's not going to happen. That's not how people do passwords. Certainly not people who have the kind of work that she does. It's going to be 
letters and numbers and punctuation and shit. It's, I'm never going to be able to guess it in a million years. That was wishful thinking. It's all just wishful thinking. What do I do besides keep trying, though? You know, sitting here, looking at it, thinking, she never took this laptop out of the house. This was her home laptop. She never took it to work. She never took it on trips. Everything she did here with it stayed here. She'd leave, and it was just me and it. And I get why she password protected it. You password protect everything, but I know her passwords. She told me her passwords for just about everything she's got. Because she trusts me, right? And I trust her. She's got all of mine. But she never gave me the password for that. And I never thought to wonder about that, because it's her work. I told her I wouldn't ask her about that. But she locked that laptop. Like what, did she not trust me? Did she think the curiosity was going to eat me alive and I was going to just crack and go rooting around in there? Find something I shouldn't see? If there's stuff in there that she needed to lock away from me, stuff in there that I wasn't supposed to see, what would, what would have happened if I saw it? What is she hiding? I thought we trusted each other. I thought we knew everything about each other. And the stuff that I wasn't going to ask about, I wasn't going to ask about. But she trusted me not to do that, too. Now she's got this thing, and I know there's something in there that I need to see. And she didn't want me to. I thought she trusted me. Well, clearly she didn't trust me that much. And I'm starting to think, you know, she didn't trust me enough to be straight with me. If she didn't trust me enough to tell me something important, something that might explain all of this, I mean, pretty clearly, I couldn't totally trust her, could I? I was wrong about the password. It was just one word. Not even capital letters, just a word. So that kind of puts a different spin on some stuff. It's a total freak thing that made me think of it, but honestly, it was so obvious I should have thought of it before. I was going back through my binders, my notes, again, for like the millionth time, and something fell out, and it was just a list of names. And I sat there on the floor for a minute, just staring at it, trying to think of what it was. And then it hit me. The game, the sequel that we never made. We did have a list of names for it. They were just kind of playing around with some ideas. I was seeing my wife at that point, and I sent her the list, and I asked her what she thought. Most of them were stupid. But there were a couple that she liked. The same ones I liked, of course. So I tried a couple of those. And the one that we both settled on as our favorites, of course, that was the one that worked. Ascent. Like, you know, to rise. Ascent. So I typed that in, and that was it. I don't know what I expected. I, you know, some kind of dialogue box pop up. Congratulations. Here are all of the answers that you were looking for. In very clear and unambiguous terms that even an idiot like you can understand. There's nothing. Just your desktop. A few files. Some folders. I said it was her home laptop. Far as I know, she pretty much just did work on it, though. She had another laptop for personal stuff. 
and it doesn't look like there's actually a whole lot on it. I started going through it. Some of the stuff I found was just, it was just what looks like some legal documents. Um, there's some forms. None of it seems really pertinent. I don't really understand it, but I think I can disregard it. But there's some other stuff. Looks a little more technical. I'm going to look through it, but, I mean, it's occurring to me. I didn't understand what she did, the best of times. Back before she got this job, and she was talking to me about some of the stuff that she was interested in, and the stuff she had her degree in. She tried explaining it to me. It was so far beyond me. So if what's in these files is anything like that, I mean, how am I going to make any sense of it? Even if it is some kind of an answer. Even if it is something I could use. Am I going to understand what the hell I'm looking at? Is it going to help me? Am I just going to sit there staring at it? Like it's the cipher I don't have the key for? That's all what-ifs. I can't think in terms of what-ifs. Not right now. Not when all the lights are flickering like this. Not when I don't even know how much more light I've got. Not when the shadows are still moving in the corners. I'm not looking at those. I'm not looking at them. I'm not talking to them. They're not there. I can't do anything about it, so they're just not there. The only thing that's there, the only thing that's real, is what's right the fuck in front of me. Right. So. Got some reading to do. Alright, I've been through about half of what's on the laptop. It's, I mean, it's like I thought. There's a lot of calculations, there's a lot of math. Fucking awful at math. There's some diagrams, there's some formulas, I guess that's what they are. There's a lot of shit I don't understand. But here and there, I mean, there's, there's phrases. There are things that I do recognize, even if I don't really know what they're about. Like, there's, there's some stuff here about superstring theory and quantum cosmology, quantum field theory. You know, these are words I know, but I don't know what they mean in this context. Inflationary theory, too. It's kind of scrolling through it. There's stuff about branching and orthonormal Everett worlds. What the fuck's an Everett world? And you know, if I had the internet, I could just look it up, but maybe we have a lot of books. Maybe it's somewhere in there. Where would I even start looking? Everett worlds, spin states, quantum decoherence. I don't, I don't understand any of this. How is any of this useful to me? I really tricked myself into thinking that this might be helpful. I mean, what it does tell me, what it does tell me is that there's something here. Even if I don't understand it, even if I don't know what it means, there is something fucking here. You know, if she was going to make her laptop that easy to get into, even if she was going to lock it, she could include some kind of fucking readme. Something like, explain it to me in terms I can understand. You know, she did that a few times when I asked her. Because, you know, I did ask her. Not about work, but general stuff. I have a lot of social anxiety, but something that I discovered when I'm in a situation where I have to make small talk and I got no fucking choice. If you find out what people are interested in, stuff that makes them feel smart, 
and you ask them and you get them talking. They like that. And they'll just talk. And then you don't have to talk. You can just listen and look interested. They like you when you do that. So I did that with her. I thought she would like it. And she did. I was right. She got to talk about the stuff that she knew all about. And I didn't. And she got this little smile on her face. Like, you're so cute asking about this. Look at you. You're just so adorable. I liked that smile then. I did. I thought it was nice. You know, I think about it now, and I'm not so sure I like it that much. If she was here right now, and I could just ask her straight up, what does this shit mean? What weren't you telling me? What don't I understand? Make me understand it. And she'd get that little smile on her face and start talking. How many times did she smile at me like that? How many times did she look at me and know that there was all this shit that she knew and I didn't? How did that make her feel? She'd go to work, go to this job, this big important job. She'd come home to her little wife who stayed in all day and made games and vacuumed and did the dishes and did the laundry. It was perfect. It was perfect for her. And she came home just knowing shit, never sharing. And I promised not to ask, and I didn't. I told myself over and fucking over that that was good, that I liked it, that I was happy. I really did think I was happy. But if she was here right now, and I told her to explain this, and she got that smile on her face, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'd just like to fucking pull back and... No. No, I'm not going to think like that. I'm not going to think like that. There's no point in thinking like that. It's not going to get me anywhere. It's not going to get anything done. And it's not going to make this shit any more comprehensible to me. Maybe if I just read the rest of it. It's all dark out. I'd still hear the wind. I haven't been out in the hall in a while. I know what's out there. They haven't come into the room yet. If I stand by the door, I think I can hear them moving up and down, like cloth on the floor, like curtains on the wood. Maybe they really are just ghosts. Maybe everybody really did die, and that's what this is. Well, either way, fuck them. Might as well finish what I started, right? You know how number stations work? It's pretty ingenious, actually. You have this shortwave radio signal. There's some kind of tone or song or something to indicate that this is the station you're looking for, Mr. or Miss Spy. So some of them get their names. Swedish Rhapsody. Lincolnshire Poacher. There are the notes, the tone. Then there's the message. Then it repeats. The message is the code, and the code is linked to something called a one-time pad. If you're a code-breaking nerd, which I am not, the details get kind of technical, but basically it is like its name. It is an encryption technique that you use one time. It's never repeated. It is basically unbreakable. So if you're just some rando listening to shortwave radio, it's not going to mean anything to you. You need the pad. You need the pad to make any kind of sense of it. And once you get the message and you decode it, the pad's useless doesn't mean anything anymore. 
It's just a bunch of numbers. For that one time, it makes sense. And if you miss that one time, nothing ever makes any sense again. I'm so fucking stupid. I actually thought this was the one place it couldn't get to me. It's in the houses. It's probably on the street. But I thought it couldn't get me here. It just happened. I don't even do anything when it comes anymore. I just wait for it. I get through it. It's over. Sitting on the study floor, the binders all around me and the laptop in front of me. I've been there pretty much all fucking day. I sat there and I waited it out. And at some point I looked around and the binders were gone. And the laptop was gone. And it just stopped. And yeah, they're still gone. I'm going to get up in a minute and go look for them, but I already know where they're going to be. The binders are going to be on the shelf. The laptop's going to be on her desk. I know these things because I'm looking around the study now. And it's so neat. I don't know when it was last this neat. Everything's put away. Everything's in its right place. It's like she and I tidied up. And then we just walked away. And I know what this is because I run my hand across the desk. And I look at my fingertips. And there's dust. I haven't been here in weeks. Whatever I do, the next time this happens, I won't be here again. I might as well not be here at all. I might as well be gone. But them, the things standing in the doorway right now, fucking looking at me, they're not gone. They might be the only things that aren't.